Yeah, it's hard to know um, if Zach Plezak or Aaron Savali will be able to come back this season. Uh, for Plezak, it's a you know a fracture of a bone in his pitching hand on on that pinky, and uh, you know they're trying to be really careful because right now it can heal on its own. But if he does too much, um, you know then you could be looking at a, a displacement and and something more extensive. So. Uh, right now, it's it's something that they feel if it can heal quickly, maybe he can get back, um, you know, and then be a contributor between now and the end of the season. Uh, the injured list stint ends a week from Friday, um, so maybe, um, but there's been no indication that that he would be ready by then. Uh, at this point, he's still going to see Dr. Graham a little bit. Um, continue to reevaluate. Aaron Savali actually has thrown a little bit uh, as he has an elbow issue uh, and some inflammation in there, and he's on that same schedule uh, a week from Friday where he could come come back. But I think they'd want to make sure that you know he has a couple of bullpen sessions and things like that. I don't think he'd go out on a rehab assignment. But um, again, both very much up in the air at this particular time, and no timetable's been set. So, Rosie, with that being said, talk about some of the younger guys that are being plugged in here. And certainly with some of these young guys, you know, highly thought of in the system. And maybe you don't want to use them this year, but you're being forced to. And let's talk about these guys. Well, certainly the the, the one who comes to the forefront is Cody Morris, who we saw on Wednesday night over in Kansas City and, and threw the ball great. I mean, he's, his stuff is really, really good. Um, experience-wise, it's limited. He's had injury issues that he's been dealing with in the minor leagues, so he doesn't have as many innings as you'd like to see at this stage of his career. But with that said, um, after a, a shoulder issue set him back in spring training and really the first three, four months of the season, he threw the ball extremely well at Columbus, and he threw the ball very well for four scoreless innings on, on Wednesday night. So you can see the potential there. And the, the only drawback for, for him right now is that four innings was probably the limit that he would be on. So you do have to have your bullpen ready um, on the night that he pitches. But I think they'd be really comfortable um, having him fill in as part of that rotation for now. Who gets the other spot? I don't know. There was an off day on Thursday, so they didn't have to. They didn't have to use it. They set up the rotation without that fifth starter for this weekend. But now there's a long stretch without off days, so they're going to need one. And so the names you'll hear are Connor Pilkington and Kirk McCarty, who we've seen before, and, and we'll see how that goes. Guardians broadcaster Jim Rosenhouse with us, bases and balls, WAKR. And Rosie, with all these pitchers, and they continue to prosper, maybe the most underrated guy on this whole team, and we haven't touched a whole lot about him, but maybe you can jump in a little bit, is our pitching coach, Carl Willis. I think what a wonderful job him and certainly through Tito's leadership have done with this pitching staff. Yeah, I talked to Carl the other day just about, you know, dealing with, with this stretch here where, where you are short two starters. And um, I think the theme is, Ray, and, and it goes to Tito too, Um it, that's a daunting challenge. I mean, when you think about it, they're they're down to three starters who they feel, you know, they, that they have some sort of uh, consistency and certainty with. And, and after that, you're kind of 
hoping for the best with some good potential there, but you don't know. But it doesn't seem to bother them. They're, they they just build some really good confidence in these these younger pitchers that, hey, you're up here for a reason, um, so just go out and pitch your game and everything's going to be fine. And, gosh, more often than not, it is. <laughs> so I think that's a real credit to, to Carl and the way he goes about it. And, you know, he, he has some help from uh, the assistant pitching coach, Joe Torres, and, and Brian Sweeney, the bullpen coach. And, um, you know, they all bring different things to the table. And I think Carl's strong suit is just his communication and ability to to allow a pitcher to be comfortable out on that mound so that they can go out and do their best and challenge hitters and not not have a, a start come off the rails. Rosie, you mentioned the schedule a couple moments ago as we wrap up the show this week. You have Minnesota this week, another team that's banged up. You do have the White Sox on that makeup game next week, and then Minnesota into Cleveland next weekend. And, of course, you have the Angels that bring Shohei and Trout into the stadium as well. Pretty big week and a half here for us. Absolutely. I mean, you may, at least in regards to the Twins, have a pretty good idea on whether it's the Guardians or Twins who are going to be in the race by the end of this stretch of of eight games with Minnesota, um, you know, in a 12-game period. So um, you'll have a really good idea there. Obviously, the White Sox are in it, too. Uh, You still have four with Chicago. But, um, yeah, this next week to 10 days, uh, it may tell a lot. I mean, if they end up splitting the eight games with Minnesota, (laughs) then we're, you know, 10 days (laughs) <laughs> two weeks further down the road and, and nothing's been settled yet. But if, if one team or the other really dominates, um, that could spell the end for, for the team that's on the short end of that. So, yeah, big stretch of games coming up. 